I speak to you in the name of one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. So my favourite parent clergy person is Sydney from Grantchester. <laughs> and I've been trying to work on his sermon style, and it's so elegant. You know, he just speaks to the congregation in this sort of tone, and he says the remarkable thing about the gospel we've just heard is that it is indeed the Christ they encounter who is in control of the sea and the capacity of an enormous catch of fish. And that's a disclosure of the mystery of the incarnation in this text, that the person they were encountering was indeed God, God's self. It is the God of the creation that they were encountering. Now that's the end of my Sydney impersonation, and I don't think it was particularly good. All right, guys, I need some help here, so I have some props. You can't do any sermon, intergenerational sermon, without a grapefruit and a pin. This is slightly dangerous. <laughs> Can you hold the second pin just for a moment? Okay, I need... Uh, 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 do you mind holding a pin for me, sir? Thank you very much. And you can hold the grapefruit. Would you like to hold the grapefruit? Okay, hold the pin. Now, don't stab anybody, all right? Can you come here? I want you to stand here. That's perfect. Can you take the grapefruit from me? Okay, what we're going to do is we're going to do 16 yards. One, two, keep walking. Three, four, five, ten, twelve, <laughs> sixteen. Perfect, that was 16 yards. Now, what's quite interesting is you, sir, are holding the world. That pinhead is the entire world. That's America, that's Europe, that's Asia. You, ma'am, are holding the sun. This is to scale the relationship of the world to the sun. Okay, I need another guy. Can you help me, please? Thank you very much. I want you to walk 2,441 miles. No, that's a bit far. So I want you just to hold that sheet of paper for me. Come up here, and I want you to sh show everybody in the congregation what it says. The nearest star to that star on this scale is 2,441 miles away. It's about San Francisco. That's a big world. That's a long distance to the sun, but that's just our solar system. This is the nearest next star. Now it gets more interesting. Do you mind giving me the grapefruit back? Thank you very much. Okay. Can I borrow the pin again, sir? Thank you very much. You'll be holding this combine. This pin is going in here. This pin's going in here. They're two and a half centimeters away. You don't understand that? We are all American. Okay, right, so that's the relationship of two solar systems. That's our sun, and that's Alpha Centauri, which is the nearest star, which is on that scale, 2041. Now, do you mind just standing up here just for a moment, sir? Thank you very much. That's great. Okay, now that is two solar systems. I want you to imagine this entire chapel, all with solar systems about the same distance apart. Now, where's that young lady gone? Do you mind coming help me again? Thank you very much. From this, these two together, these two stars, we just have to walk five yards. Do you mind joining me again? I'll be careful with your arm. One, two, three, five. Perfect. <laughs> that is about as far as we can see. 
if you look into the night sky. In fact, that's not true. That's where the Orion and the Big Dipper are when we look into the sky. So that's our solar system, that's the nearest star, and that's the Orion. We can actually see uh, another nine yards. So it's about over there in the night sky. Okay, thank you very much. You can go back and sit down now. Uh, now, and you guys can go too. Thank you very much. I'll have the grapefruit back. Thank you. You, you can keep it if you like. Would you like to keep it? No, I wouldn't either. Okay, right. Thank you very much. Now, our stars are part of the Milky Way galaxy. And our Milky Way galaxy is actually enormous. Uh, so our neighborhood of the Milky Way is about the size of the Grove, again, on that scale of two and a half centimeters for, for the two stars. The Grove is approximately the center of the Milky Way galaxy. And then, if you imagine every galaxy is a snowflake, and there's a blizzard where the snowflakes are eight inches apart. So how far is eight inches? I've lost them. It's about that. Uh, that is actually what the universe is like. And the known universe is approximately half a mile in all directions. OK, what's the point of all that? When we say we encountering Christ, the creator of the universe, that's an enormous claim we're making about the nature of Christ and the relationship each of us has been invited into and the privilege of that relationship with the creator of the universe. And in the 17th and 18th century, as people discovered how big this universe is, skepticism arose. People just said, is it really possible the creator of the universe became human? Isn't that the biggest vanity that we could possibly imagine? And then in the 1970s, no less, Brandon Carter actually explained that if the universe was not as big as it is, we would never have emerged. Because this is the really cool thing about being human, is we're all made from dead stars. Carl Sagan used to say we're stardust. We're actually made from dead stars. And if the universe hadn't been the size it was, we would never have emerged. It's called the anthropic principle. Now, it looks as if the very size of the universe intended life to emerge. And that is exactly what the narrative of faith wants to claim. That's exactly what Jesus is saying to those disciples. Jesus is saying, we were always intended. And Jesus is saying, we are being invited, each and every one of us, into a relationship with the source of everything that is. And that's the extraordinary privilege of worship. So brothers and sisters, let us worship the God who created this vast universe. Amen. <laughs>